If I'm doing my math correctly, this is episode 27. Lucky number. Oh, and it's on the 27th of April, oh. which is my mother's birthday. She would have been 92. Oh, my gosh. Happy There's something birthday. in that 27, isn't there? Should we look up the meaning of 27? We should. Before we do, uh, what's on today's pod? We talk about the last couple weeks. Uh, it involves Jason's show, Rival Ties. Mm. They performed. Mm. Uh, we yeah. talk about... The Dodgers? I, let's 27. not even give any more info away. It's all coming up. Bang, gong, 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 gong. Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. I'm your host, Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. So looking up the number 27, it symbolizes compassion and philanthropy, cooperation, tolerance. If the number 27 is your life path number, you will most likely experience events related to human welfare, justice, and diplomacy during your lifetime. Looks like we're doing another deep dive, guys. <laughs> you are, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Angel 27. It's not a coincidence, even if it may seem so. Every number in our presence is connected to us somehow, and we need to be aware of their significance in our life. Oh, angel number 27 wants you to embrace the new chapter in your life, which carries a positive meaning. That means that if you have been feeling like something good is going to happen to you, you are probably right. Listen to your own intuition, accept angel's guidance. I've really been digging into my own intuition. I feel like um, in the past, I didn't believe in my intuition. And I'm now understanding that it's time. It is time. You didn't believe in your intuition? Is that what you said? Well, you know, like thinking to yourself, some people have sort of a gift of maybe it's premonitions or tapping into an inner knowing. And I think I often, yeah, I think I often just didn't believe in my own intuition but I'm starting to uncover it. I'm dusting it off, as they say. That is a good dust. I don't know where it's taking me, <laughs> but I'm doing it. That's good. That is a very positive thing. I would say I think I've always had a little tap into stuff like that. Has anything happened recently that would believe mm-hmm. you to say that? What causes you to say that, Jason? <laughs> I don't know. I've always you know, experienced it throughout life, I guess. Yeah. So... Do I know exactly? No. But am I aware of it? Absolutely. Hey, how was your, you had your first show since COVID hit. It's been over a year. Rival Tides <laughs> rocked it on Saturday. It was yeah. a strange COVID show where you had to drive to the middle of nowhere and play in a studio. And then we got to watch it online with yes. mediocre uh, audio quality. That is correct. It was it was amazing. It was it was better than the first show I ever played back in 1937. I don't believe that to be true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um it was totally cool, 
But right. I uh, bet it was fun to get back out there. I think it was cool that you guys had a reason to really amp up rehearsing and get back to it. Yeah, that was oh, the... Oh, do you uh, have your phone on? I'm oh, wow, sorry. that's super rad. So sorry to bother you <laughs> while we're in the middle of a podcast. I'm cool, everybody. High five. Um, I think it was... I think the funnest part was, yeah. Funnest? Uh, Is that a word? I think the most fun part of it all <laughs> was... I mean, the show was cool, obviously. There wasn't an audience besides, like, five people with the production and stuff, and all of them were super rad. I'm sure if they listened to our podcast, they would appreciate this. (laughs) (laughs) They did a good job or, you know, the best that they could. The audio and the hardware and the firmware is what they were saying was the technical difficulties. Yeah, they're still learning. It's all good. Yeah. I probably could have helped them out more, but, you know. I, you're a rock star. You don't have time I for that was, when you're at a show. I, 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 yeah. I, I couldn't have done everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That's Can't weird. Can't run I the know. board and play bass. Yeah, I can, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, how do I do this? How do we do this? I'm like, uh, well, usually you do it like this, but I mean, all my stuff is just sitting on stage or quote unquote stage, uh, not ready and everybody else is ready. So I think I just need to go and I'm just going to sacrifice Mm-hmm. Um, usually I use an in-ear system. I did not because they didn't understand it. And that's okay. Again, I'm not bashing or anything. They were all rad. It's a learning process for everybody. How'd the band overall feel was... overall? Do you guys ever have, when I was in Plankton, the best band that never was, we would get off stage sometimes <laughs> yeah. and I would be like, God, that was so fun. And one of the other members would be like, that show sucked. And they would just take all the energy out of the room and ruin it. And it was not the greatest. That's why I enjoyed playing solo, because I didn't have anyone um, stepping on my energy. (laughs) How was everybody after the show? No, it it was fine. It was kind of just like it was what it was. You know, we went into it not really knowing what to expect. And not having an audience, really, just a few people. That'd be weird. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, imagine I never... Phoebe Bridgers. Remember when we watched that show with her playing um, in Denver oh, to, or at Red Rocks? At Red to Rocks, no, to, to nobody, no, right. no crowd. Yeah, this enormous <laughs> amphitheater that's like the most magical and majestic outside. Although th- that concert. is one place, like it still would be cool to play the Greek theater here in L.A. with all the trees and that, even if no one was in the audience. <laughs> That's at true. night in the lights it would still be yeah. pretty beautiful so uh, anyway yeah, no. i'm sorry how the, how was the overall feel from the band after the show no it was it was fine it was just kind of whatever you want to call anybody know? out for being negative no this would be the platform <laughs> <laughs> no no i mean and it's it, it, sometimes that's expected is that one person or everybody but one person might be like fuck that sucked but i think this band um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm also just friends with them outside of the band, so I know who they are as people outside of the musicianship. Yeah. It was totally, everybody was on the same page, I think. We were just kind of like, all right. You know, that, that, was, that was cool. It was fun. Um, the live stream sound for everybody was pretty bad, as you would remember. Wonky. But the, yeah. But again, there was technical difficulties. I don't, I don't know. It's, you know, they enjoyed yeah. it, even though they were trying to 
get it to turn around, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people that never have seen us who I've met in the past year in like the gaming world were like, oh my God, you guys were amazing. That was awesome. And it was super cool to get feedback from people that I don't even know. Yeah, that's great. Life, you know? Yeah. So I think overall, everybody was high five. It was and good. what's next know. for Rival Tides? Nothing. We are done. That was our farewell <laughs> <Was> there- <laughs> <laughs> That was 2021. See you in 2022, everybody. Bye-bye. Um, we're definitely going to... We uh, There's people that we've been associated with who put that on Pinup Productions, um, and they do a lot of shows at... What is it? 1702, 1720? It's been so long, I can't remember the name. Uh, of a club? Of the venue, yeah. Yep, 1720. I was right. Uh, that place is awesome. And they, they, I don't know what it's called, but they don't have like, they book there. That They're mm-hmm. like the bookers for that place. So it's definitely one of those things where this was super cool and it was cool seeing everybody and meeting people instead of just knowing them online. And then now we go, cool, let's book some shows when real stuff happens again. And Which, it seems like, yeah, seems like shows are starting to be added, real shows with it, real people. Right, exactly. So this year, you know, might have a little bit of fun and happy and normalcy, and then going into next year, you know, obviously there's some tours, tours that are that were booked for, I think, this year, but next year is going to be the for sure thing. Right. There's like tickets that are going on sale for a show that's from a year from now so (laughs) that's so crazy i know so yes thank you everyone whoever's listening to this that was at the show i love you and you'll be going um well when this airs you'll have already gone but tonight you're going to your first in-person dodger game how do you feel about that i'm very jealous that spencer (laughs) chose you over me to take with him <laughs> to the game even though he uh, is your friend over i mine. know but he still could have chosen you and yeah Spencer, he could have when said you hear you this what? he could have been like you know what i think i'm gonna ask julie to go I'm yeah. sure my wife will be like yeah go with julie instead of jason that sounds good i'm very jealous for the moment you're going to be sitting in those seats and drinking a beer watching I the know. game it's gonna be seeing mookie in person. Oh my God! JT. For for the first time, by the way. Oh, as a Dodger. Oh, a Dodger. I guess maybe ever. Maybe, maybe ever. Seen him. I don't think because the last season that we went to. I mean, what was it? 2019. I think we went to 10 games or something, and you were there for some of those. Um, Did you go to 10 I, games? Boy, I've only gone yeah. to like one or two a year. What team was Mookie on before the Dodgers? Uh, he and. And uh, Kelly, Joe Kelly, were on the Red Sox, mm. and they smacked us together. They smacked us real hard. Yeah. I still um, am having some feelings about our last guest, <laughs> uh, Death Class Mary, that she goes to Dodger games simply to think evil thoughts and hoping. So maybe ever since we had her on, they've actually been losing a lot. Do you think it's all Mary? I kind of do because yeah. they were on an eight-win streak. An yeah, and then Mary comes streak. on the program and is like, oh, I hate the Dodgers. I go to games and think evil thoughts about them. 
Yeah. Hmm. No, so, yeah. well, you're going to have to go tonight and, you know, ref- have to refute her negative energy. I'm going to have to clear the air there. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been, I mean, come on, look at, the, not last night, because that would be the game that I'm at, but the night before. They were up 7-1, and then they lose 8-7. to What kind of sick shit is that? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. That see is that so, game, so I don't insane. Know what you know how yeah. I check out how the games are going? I look at Spencer's, uh, our friend Spencer <laughs> Kent's tweets. His tweets. If he posts something like "I'm gonna kill myself," I'm like, oh, I guess Dodgers didn't win tonight. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's a little difficult for you to go to a game with Spencer because if the game doesn't go right, well, you guys are driving separately. I say that's a long ride home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, this season for sure is way more just so Haxing pleased that oh. that he can no that he can even go to a game oh, that it makes so he might life chill a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like last year was just insane, obviously all yeah. around with everything, no matter what it was. Um, right. And this year is just a holy shit. Okay, we could actually go. This is amazing. Wow. So while you're at a Dodger game, having a beer at a stadium with people, <laughs> I'm going to be doing an online uh, full moon sound bath. Oh. Thanks to uh, my friend Lori uh, for telling me about it. Um, Lore. Lore has got me into this. Uh, I've done one sound bath in person at a facility that seemed more like a cult somewhere in L.A. Um, but I think an online sound bath will be interesting. I'm it'll excited be less, about it. Less culty. So you, yeah, it's a less <laughs> chance of them locking me in a room when I'm home. <laughs> That's true. And telling me I can't leave. And then you wake up in your bed instead of <laughs> in some dungeon. <laughs> yeah, I had taken. Um, gosh, that was years ago. But I took my sister Laura and her family were in town, and we went to it was some gardens. I wish I knew the name of it, but I never remember oh. names of anything. Um, it was some garden, and it was very cool. You were working, yeah. and we did like a labyrinth walk, and it was very nice, and we did a sound bath. But then we, after we went there, I think we got a little bit of a weird vibe from the place, and then we looked it up, and it definitely had a scandal of some sexual things and cult-like things that happened there. That's, that's only in Los Angeles, folks. Only in Los Angeles. Oh, we should do a crime update for everybody. Oh, um, yeah. So we <laughs> we had some um, SUV out front that had all the windows blo- blacked out, and it appeared like someone was living there, and it was bringing me a lot of negative energy because I would go walk Rayla, and there's this van that's sometimes running. <laughs> and it's right next to where like our path that I walk outside. Um and I yeah. But then you just said you saw them and I said I would feel better if I could see who's living inside there and you said you saw them and they look like nice people. They weren't yeah. scary cuz sometimes some of these characters can be scary. I saw a character smoking a cigarette out front. Um this morning and he did not look pleasant (laughs) there there's definitely a lot more characters out there these days yeah um 
And, you know, I've said it 3,000 times since the pandemic. It's only escalated yeah. that much more. Before that, I feel like it was, I'll use this word, peaceful. And by that, I mean your, you know, you were just saying, oh, yeah, I've been stressing a lot. Like, that's not peaceful. <laughs> it's not peaceful. I mean, this is what I know. So it's funny. My friend Julie's like, oh, I'm moving. I'm thinking I'm going to move to L.A. with you. And I'm like, cool. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't, I want to walk outside my house and not feel threatened by someone on drugs or unsavory. I don't want a, a big van with all the windows blocked out and the motor running <clears throat> at, it, late it was, at night yeah. when it I'm was walking very, my dog. Right. You know, I just, cause what, what's. Something could happen. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. so tired of, but I guess this is not a Dharma, it's not a Dharma podcast topic. <laughs> that helicopter, you know, I guess I'm realizing that I need to be more, I need to live amongst the trees. That's all I, that's all I can say. I need to get out of here in my own time for the right reasons, universe, um, and live amongst trees and in a place I feel safe. Right. Yeah. I hear that. It's definitely um, a different world. I mean, again, this city, or not even this city, just our area, was amazing and peaceful. And not that it's not amazing now, but you see and you definitely feel the difference. Yeah. And that's and that's unfortunate, you know. Before I met you, I was like, I'll never live on this side of the hill ever again. Because I was just like, hell no. Yeah. I mean, we live in a beautiful walking area. Right. So you can walk. Like, we go on walks every day. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, there's so restaurants, bars. It's oh really my God. just a There's great, everything. It's central to most things in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. That's my We latest. touch Bev Hills, WeHo, you know, yeah. K-Town. I mean, we don't have to give I mean, our like, exact location. But um. We're at the corner of <laughs> Santa Monica and Dohanai. We're not. Um, yes. But anyway, uh, one of the topics, just kind of moving forward, is yeah. is Marlene's birthday today. And Happy I thought birthday, we'd Mar recognize my mother that uh, the things that she brought to this world and things that she taught us. And I will say she had a lot of strength. And she proved to me, if you have a will to live, you can live much longer than anyone predicts. Yeah, she definitely. I was shocked one time with how much she really. She had a difficult um, health-wise her last ten years, like trouble breathing, and she really wanted to keep living. And it was very, like, wow, you really want to live? You really, you're not ready to give this up? Right. It's pretty wild to watch and to witness. I was gonna say your own mother, but um, you too, your mom. This very yeah. strong, strong-willed lady, and very positive. Absolutely. So I mean, I'll she got that from her mom, which was Nana slash my grandma. I called her yeah. Nana because I couldn't pronounce grandma, and I was the first-born <laughs> grandson. Seriously, that's why we called her Nana. So I started Nana. You're welcome, cousins and brother. I'm just kidding. Um, but she reminds me of your mom. Yeah. The strongest. You know, they lived decades after their 
loving, spouses endearing died. spouses, you know, passed away. I mean, if again, if it was the other way around, and the and the you know the spouse of the the wife passed. The, yeah, the husband I was gonna die share. within like years sometimes. You know? Oh yeah, I was it's gonna share sad, something my mom always said to me that when my my dad died, gosh, I think it's been twenty six years. Yeah, ago, my mom was having a very tough time moving forward, and she was very religious. She was born uh, and practiced. She was Catholic, and she went to her priest, and the priest said to her to like count her blessings, and that was her children. And I just thought that was a great like that's really what got her through a very difficult time is counting her blessings, and that's what they always say. I mean, living in gratitude for every single thing, no matter what is happening. Sure. You know, the fact that you're alive and breathing is a yep. grateful thing. And in in any present moment, in that very second, no matter what is happening, everything is fine. That's right. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Like your mom did it one way, being a Catholic. Um, yeah. You might do it another way, you know? Right. Like using the word gratitude. That's That's kind of a, that's a special thing. So I don't know. I yeah, I totally agree with that though. Do you totally agree? I totally agree. <laughs> uh, we should talk about uh, next week's guest. Oh. We have quite a celebrity coming to because I have two podcasts. This was so fun. I gotta say. Yeah, I, we're actually making it a two-parter because we had such a great time with Woody yeah. from the Woody Show. The Woody Show is um, he does, he's a radio radio guy I knew from K-Rock in New York. He went on to have this morning show that's so successful. He is, uh, he has one of, he might, I believe he said the top rated show in Los Angeles right now. Yeah. Um, and it's on, did he say 35 other stations? 35 uh, stations and in the country. We do a real deep dive into a lot of conversations. Uh, I, I don't know if I should tease it at all by saying I really, let's just say Woody is not someone I would say is very woo-woo <laughs> and um, about Ooh, the universe and all that. But we got a little woo-woo out of him. I think so. Out of him, and uh, it's a great, fun conversation, and that's coming up next week. Yeah, it's it was so cool. Um, I mean, I'm sure I I was I only knew the name Woody from the Woody Show, you know, because it's on Alt ninety eight seven in Los Angeles. I don't, I didn't know. I never really listened to that station, or at least I haven't in like twenty five years when it used to be Star ninety eight seven. What about when I was on? I used to do some well, no, yeah. DJ work. Of course, you listened then. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm talking about pre you. Like obviously, yeah. you telling me about Woody and how you guys knew each other, and then me going, "Holy wow, that's pretty. That's kind of cool." Who you used to host mornings on there? It was that chick from MTV, right? She had glasses. On Alt ninety eight seven. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy. You're right. Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. That's when it was like Star. Wait, didn't it go from it was Star, Star to something else? Yeah. Yeah. But that so was only. We played. We played like a dumb Battle of the Bands thing in 2009, and it was on CityWalk, and it was Star 98.7 in 2009. So just within the past 11 years or 10, maybe it's only yeah. been Alt 98.7. Well, Woody's been on now. They just reached their seven-year anniversary in Los Angeles, but. 
He, I mean, this guy has been fired so many times. Oh my and god! The things he I had to I've do to keep lot. his show going, <laughs> and how he had to mentally be—it's uh, right. just some good stuff. Yeah, it's that if you, I mean, there's so many great episodes that we enjoy ourselves, even on as our own podcast. It's not even like, oh, yeah, we love it. Uh, it's like, no, no, we actually <laughs> enjoy it as a listener, too. So I don't know. I really, I really hope you dive into it. Like Should we, we um, review some takeaways from today's episode? Let's see. Let's take something away from here. Um, have a friend. It's wise to have a friend who has Dodger tickets and who will yep. take you to games. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Spence. Um, Love you. <laughs> Kiss you later. It's good to get back out there. You did a show. It's get good back to get out back there. out there. Absolutely. Always get out there. You know, this, this pandemic has made it comfortable to not get out oh there. Oh, my gosh. And I'm to so not scared. do anything for that matter. I'm so matter. scared of everything opening back up because I don't know that I want to do all those things. <laughs> Not to cut, I know, not to cut into the takeaway part, but seriously, <laughs> though, I sometimes, I don't know if I should say dread, because that's pretty like, <laughs> and, you know, but sometimes I'm like, God, I, I have to go out there, or I have to do this, or <laughs> Jesus. I have to I shower sound like for this. such a biatch, dude. <laughs> and then when I go out there, I'm like, oh, right, I forgot. This is real life. I could actually breathe air instead of the age of this hundred year old building <laughs> that we live for the criminals outside <laughs> the criminals i know yeah it's it's you Breathing know in it's, those criminals well i know that's just walking around though but driving i'm like all right i don't know it's 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 nice to get space that helps the soul too everybody yeah. go on a walk daily because god but i want to go see more trees in the ocean we need to get out of the house more i know the yeah. ocean Oh my god, I know. TJ, we coming up. <laughs> we should go camping with TJ. I know we should. He's always invited us. There's a lot of things we should do. Yeah, let's, let's take shit out of that. We are going to. That's right. There's a lot of things we are going to do yeah. now. Um, so be grateful, kids. Yep. For all that you have. Your will can get you anything. Um although my sensei Jim Fortin would say it's not about willpower. I think there's a difference between willpower and your will. Will is sort of like a commitment, committing yeah. to something. Like, I commit to do this no matter what. Right. So you can make and live the dream life that you've always dreamed of. We need to check back in with Mary Lou, um, our hypnosis friend, because she is truly living her dream life. She said she would come back and do a hypnosis for finding your dharma. But, oh, you know what else? I wanted to update. So we had Jamie Andrews, an actress, uh, one of my good friends on here. And she is now, so she wrote a movie called Division. And she is producing and acting in it. And they are filming it right now. We're going to have her come back after. This was a big undertaking for her yeah. to really uh, put in her own money and to do a real movie. And it's her first big big step into this and i am so excited oh to God, see what happens when i was watching we were watching the oscars yes uh, on sunday um i just got like goosebumps thinking of jamie and her really pursuing her dream 
Yes. And that's what this podcast is about. I want to envelop myself um, with people who are living their dream because it's contagious. It when you is see contagious. other people living their dream, it really reinforces your thoughts and what you want to do to live your dream. So That's go right. out there, guys, and live your dream and report back. Go get them, sluggers. Also, on speaking on the movie front, our friend slash oh, my bandmate yeah. slash Robin, singer of my band. Robin, another guest. Robin yeah. August. Robin August. First episode. Episode Uno. Um, he is releasing his movie on freaking- Party with me iTunes. That's right. It's called Party With Me. I think it's coming out May 4th, but you could like pre-order or pre-something. It's pre such something. a great, heartwarming <laughs> film. Yeah. Um, You said that it's going to be on Apple Plus, maybe? He's going to yeah. post. We'll have more info Apple, uh, when he releases all that, but you're going to be able to watch yeah. it yourself, and it's great. I mean, these are, you know what I love? These are our friends and and beautiful people living their dreams. That's right. It's his first feature film. It's about an hour and a half or hour and 33, something like that. Uh, it's it's amazing. I really hope whoever has Apple, Apple Plus, Apple TV, whatever it may be. It's called Party With Me. Go watch. You will not be. Uh, it's it's amazing. And we're yeah, not so even good. saying that because Robin's going to hear us say this. And yeah. we're like, <laughs> let me just uh, well, he tickle you. He gave me $20 you. to say it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. I do have a deposit <laughs> on Venmo, actually, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, uh, catch us next week with Woody from The Woody Show. And until next time. It's going to be a twofer, so part one is next week. The following week will be part dos. Love you, hearts and farts and fucking cherry pop tarts. Kisses, cuddles. Hearts and farts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guests after they leave the room. Um, That's right. So Julie and Jason, they are really, every every week I'm finding them to be, they're hilarious. They are. Um, they're so smart. We don't even get to see what they look like, but I already know that they're beautiful. They are very, very beautiful thin. humans. Very thin. They are incredibly thin. <laughs> it's a little overwhelming. I kind of want to be Julie. You know, she's yeah. like really... Um, a little sarcastic, but it's pretty yeah. funny. It's pretty funny. I think deep it's down loving she's sarcasm. super caring. Yeah, she's super caring. Yeah. I know. Jason, Jason I'm not man. sure. I can't. I can't figure that guy out. The, no. Did you hear his like farts and what was it? Hearts and farts. Like that is totally lame. I know. He's <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks okay. He's pretty cute, but he's, um, a, he's a pretty good. You know, looks chat. can only go so far. That's I right. Know, you know, like, how old is he? And he's still doing, like, fart jokes? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just turned, like, 17, 18, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He plays... How ridiculous is this? Did you hear him talk about when he plays video games? <laughs> people stream him on Twitch? I know. What a loser little don't, kid. Didn't he once say that the kids call him Boomer because he's so old? <laughs> That's right. They do call it boomer. That's the new term again. Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever, boomer. Okay, little kid. Anyway, mean to him more. Those guys are so rad that I want to yeah, send them really tons are. of money um, and just to help them keep going. 
That's right. <laughs> you could send it to at because I have to. Podcast. We don't have that Venmo yet, but we should. We, we? Sure should. You mean they don't? Yeah, they don't. This is the after pod about Oh, right. Them. I don't know. I'm sorry. I blended my personalities. <laughs> Did you black out? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I can't wait for next week uh, when they interview Woody. Oh, Woody my show. God. How it's special gonna is that cool. going to be? Yes. Yeah. Ting All right. Oh, looks like our food is here. I got to go. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Farts and farts. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Also, subscribe, like, leave us a great review wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To Podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cause I Have To Podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash Cause I Have To. Keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to. Till next time. <laughs>